Hey, Wolfies, are you ready for the bite? They're showing Grandpa how to internet. Will stands Kira, in case that wasn't clear. He does. I can't unhear that, and I love it. Well, do you have five minutes to talk about Steric? <laughs> Just being able to find so much joy in Teen Wolf. Welcome to Return to Beacon Hills, a Teen Wolf rewatch podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Kate Colvin, and I'm joined by... Clarissa Mullis. And Will Wallace. Every week, we'll be watching and talking about the hit MTV series, one episode at a time. But this week, we're excited to bring you our conversation with Ashlyn Siobhan, agent leader at the Teen Wolf Amino. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at RTBH Podcast, as well as on Tumblr and TikTok at Return to Beacon Hills. If you'd like to ask us questions or offer suggestions for future topics to discuss, you can email us at returntobeaconhills at gmail.com. If you'd like to support the show, you can find us on Patreon at RTBH Podcast. There, our Wolfie patrons will gain access to awesome exclusives like early access to episodes, Full Moon AMAs, the Beacon Hills Movie Club, where we watch and provide commentary for movies starring the amazing cast of Teen Wolf and featuring the work of our talented crew, as well as guest video interviews and a monthly watch party. So head on over to Patreon forward slash RTBH Podcast and join the pack. While we don't go full spoilers in this episode, our discussion with Ashlyn will include general plot elements and mention characters not featured in the first season of the show. Hello. Hi. Hi. How are you? I'm good. How are y'all today? Good. 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 Nice. You're, are you in Texas? That's what Clissa was just telling me? Yes. Nice. Where in Texas? About 45 minutes outside of Dallas. Okay. Nice. Very nice. I'm in Alabama. Both the South, I guess. Technically. <laughs> I was going to say, he's, he's excited to have another Southerner on here with him. Alyssa <laughs> and I are both uh, Midwesterners. Mm. Yeah, so it's all just, you know, pop and all this other stuff. They don't know what we're talking about. We do say pop. We do say pop. That's completely <laughs> accurate. And we say ope. That is a real ope. You ever heard that, Will? Oh, wait, you mean like ope? Ope. Oh, yeah. No, I know that. About we say we really do say that about everything. That's that stereotype is based in reality. So yeah. Anyway. (laughs) All right. Well, wonderful. Actually, we are so happy to have you on the podcast with us. We're very excited to talk to you. I'm really happy to be here. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Well, shall we dive in? Sure. Let's do it. So uh do you want to tell us about how you got into Teen Wolf? I know we spotlight on our page, but for people who might not have seen that. Yeah, so um, both my parents were fans of the movie from the 80s, and oh. they wanted to sit down and watch the show when they heard about it. I was about to start high school, and I was a super intense loner. So, of course, instead of going out with friends, I was sitting home watching TV with my parents, and I just decided to watch it with them, and I loved it. Fantastic. What what did they think, having been fans of the movie? And because I've seen the show, it's a shot-for-shot remake. <laughs> They both loved it. Um, my dad watched it up until he passed away. Um, oh, he made it to the end of season three, and then me and my mom watched it till it till it ended. So nice. That's wonderful. That's wonderful. That's that's so interesting because the show is so vastly different from the movie. It's like you get Scott McCall, Styles Stalinsky, and Beacon Hills. Although in the movie, it's Beacon Hill. You know, it's, it's not just, they only have one hill. 
Yeah, there's just one <laughs> hill. It's the Beacon Hill. Wolfies, I need to step in here quickly for a side note to say that the town in which the movie Teen Wolf takes place is Beacon Town, not Beacon Hill, as I erroneously say in this episode of the podcast. Shame. <laughs> <laughs> but it's just so interesting that, you know, say, like, hey, I really like this thing. Here's another version that's the literal opposite of that <laughs> thing. But I still love it. it, it it's, I feel like that's really interesting. Did y'all like, did y'all, because you, because I guess they had been fans of the movie. Had you seen the movie by that point? No, I, I haven't seen the movie. Oh, you still haven't seen oh, the movie. Interesting. Mm-mm. Interesting. I, I, okay. I haven't either, actually. Oh. But, <laughs> but yeah, to your point, Will, it is, I'm really fascinated when people, are fans of the original and watch the new one because they're so radically different. Like I remember my sister's a huge fan of uh, The Man From U.N.C.L.E., the movie, the Guy Ritchie film. And my mom watched it having watched The Man From U.N.C.L.E., the show, and she she couldn't do it. She was like, no, it's totally different. And like, it's like, it's so serious kind of. And like, Ilya's accent is so thick, just like all the things that were different, she was just completely weirded out by. So I think it's really interesting when people are able to experience both of them come into Teen Wolf the show with a completely different frame of reference for the story and still really enjoy both of these like radically different uh, pieces of media. You, You have to have a very, I think, open mind to be able to appreciate both things when they're so different because you know you tend to have a little bit of like a preciousness about stuff that you're used to very true Mm -hmm. ashlyn why is amino the right place for a teen wolf community um so the thing about amino is it's a centralized hub for pretty much anything not just teen wolf there's over a thousand communities for anything that you could possibly like um i like that it's easy to find something someone is going to like the same thing as you so say you're a fan of a character that everyone else hates, there's bound to be someone else there that likes <laughs> that. Um, same as if you hate someone that everyone else loves, you're going to find someone else that agrees with you. I like that no matter what your opinion is, you, you're free to express it as long as you're respectful. That's the one thing that I'm very big on is say what you want, be respectful. Everyone has their own opinion. And also it's like, if you're looking for like fan fictions, fan art, you know, sometimes you have to go to a, hundred different websites to find that. Amino, it's all there. You can role play, you can make your own characters, you can draw and share that. It's all right there. Very cool. That is very cool. We're older, Kate. Yeah. <laughs> so we had to go into like, remember the days of like live journal having to go through different communities to try to role play that it was yeah. Tumblr, like, which I mean, Tumblr's still a thing, but yeah, it, <laughs> a lot of stuff has moved on. Fanfiction.net. You're probably way too young for that, but once upon a time. No, I still, I, I use it. <laughs> there you go. Okay. Yeah. When you, when you were saying that you started watching Teen Wolf, uh, when you were about to start high school, I was like, well, I'm old. So we, uh, yeah, we were in college. We were in college. I was an adult living on my own. So. <laughs> he was. So. Yeah. Know, that's a true story. <laughs> yeah. I was, so. I was a 13 year old girl about to go into high school. So it was nice. insane i just that i feel like that's the perfect time to fall in love with a high school show i feel like definitely absolutely that's how i felt about watching dawson's creek throwback throwback i watched that pilot and i was like nah i'm good 
Oh, I'm he was, fine. He was nah. joking. Okay. Nah. He, he seems like he'd like Dawson, but sure. I, I, I will say though, uh, the beak from the creek did help me out of a van one time. And I feel like as as anyone who has an invisible disability knows, the smallest acts of kindness can be very exciting. So I would just like to, even though we were a little bit hating on Dawson's Creek just there, I, I would like to have a little shout out to the beak from the creek, who is actually a, a gentleman. What what is that he, thing? What James is? Vanderbeek. We call him the oh, beak from the creek. He's the beak from the creek. You yeah. you your <laughs> nicknames. You okay? That I I I can't take credit for that. That's Nanachka Khan um, on "Don't Trust the Bitch" from Apartment Twenty Three. But point being, James Vanderbeek did at one time help me out of a van when I was a uh, uh, set PA on the very short-lived CSI Cyber. No, you remember that. Okay. I know. I know. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. So how long has the community existed on Amino? We're actually 56 days away from our five-year anniversary. Oh, wow. wow. Very nice. We're very excited. Very cool. nice. All right. Do you guys have any big plans to celebrate that? We're working on it. We actually put out a post for um, the community members to help us um, decide what we, what we want to do. Because last year we did a month-long event. I know the one thing the mod team's talking about is we've been talking about doing matching profile themes. And nice. Aww, like time to I do love it, that so. idea. Yeah, that's a good idea. That's fun. Will there be a bunch of gifts of style saying happy birthday and shaking the big birthday gift? <laughs> I'm sure someone will post one. <laughs> there you go. Fantastic. So Ashlyn, Teen Wolf was the first real fandom that I actually interacted with. I, you know, grew up loving Star Wars and X-Men and, and stuff like that and X-Files. And, but I never like sought out like people who liked that thing. Like I had friends at school, you know, like in middle school and high school and all that who liked the same things. And we talked about it, but that's kind of the end of it. So diving into the Teen Wolf fandom, once I started working on Teen Wolf, years and years ago at this point has been a lot of fun, but how did you come to be a part of the Team Wolf fandom? How did, how did you find it? Um, so I didn't really have any friends that watched Team Wolf. That was mainly just me and my parents. In 2016, I wasn't in a very good place. I was, I felt like I was alone. I was isolated from everyone. And I had already been in a couple other Aminos and they actually released 2000 new ones. They released their, um, the main hub that we all, we all use now because before it was like just standalone apps for like Harry Potter, pre-alive, okay. things like that. Um, well, they released, they released the hub with 2,000 communities. And I was wow. scrolling through the list. I saw Teen Wolf. I'm like, yep. <laughs> one for you. Fantastic. So had, had you been in other fandoms before then? Like online actively in a, in a fandom before Teen Wolf? Not really. Um, well, before Teen Wolf, like I said, you know, I was in the uh, Harry Potter Amino and the pre Liars Amino. So, like, I was there, but I wasn't really actively involved like okay. I am with the Teen Wolf Amino. Cool. Yeah. What is it about Teen Wolf that you think draws such a passionate fan base? Like, you know, it's been off the air for four years now and people are still obsessed with it. It's finding new fans every day. Um, I think it's how relatable the characters are. I mean, even though, you know, they're going through like supernatural stuff, they're still, they're teenagers. And a lot of people that I've, you know, I see finding it like, at least on the Amino that I've seen finding it recently, they're teenagers. And it's stuff that, you know, even if you can't really relate to the things they're doing, you can relate to being in high school and, you know, going through the struggles of not having friends, you know, 
in, in school, I was like Styles. I was the ADHD, kid with ADHD. I had like one friend. And so. He drug him out to find bodies at night. Stuff <laughs> like that. I, I was going to say, though, there there is something that is really compelling about that because Styles is nerdy and hyperactive and everyone who watches the show loves him so much. So it's kind of like if you identify with this person and you know that everybody loves them, then then that means that if you seek out that community, then you're going to be welcome there too, right? It stands to reason. So have you created any OCs for the Amino community? I should say original characters in case anybody listening isn't as familiar with the fandom speak. So I have. I, I love making OCs. Um, I don't role play. I just use them for fan fiction. Uh, I actually counted them earlier today. Not counting the one in my drafts, I have 30. Oh wow. my gosh. Nice. Really nice. Actually, yeah, I'm actually part of our OC club. So working with those people making new OCs like every couple of weeks is what we do. So, okay. So these OCs, the, the, the 30 OCs you're talking about now, are these characters who exist within Beacon Hills or are we talking like Teen Wolf, the, like a Teen Wolf universe? So specifically on Teen Wolf Amino, we um, require at least three direct canon connections. Okay. We have over 60 of members. So if everyone was just, you know, making, they know Scott or they know Styles, it can get out of hand really quickly. That's why yes. we actually made our sister community, the Beacon Hills Cafe. Uh, we like to joke, that's where the ones who just live in Beacon Hills go. Nice. So if they <laughs> I love that. Hills, that's where, you know, you can move them over there. But on our community, we like things to be very on topic so we can make sure things don't go crazy. Nice. Now, this community of OCs y'all are creating together, is this for role play and fan fiction? It just depends on who's making them. A lot of people make them just for um, role play. Mm-hmm. I don't like role playing. It makes me very anxious. Oh. So I, I use them for edits, fan fiction, things like that. So cool. That's awesome. Do you have a favorite that you'd like to tell us about? Yeah. And of my OCs, I have to go with one um, I made last year. His name is Max Dunbar. He is the child of uh, Liam and Theo. Oh, <laughs> nice. And he actually won um, Best OC in our 2020 Community Awards. So oh. I'm very proud. Fantastic. That's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. Now, how did that come about? Like, how, like, do, do, do people submit their OCs? And then I get like with little blurbs or is everyone kind of like when you, when you have all this, like, cause the community is like really tuned in. So like everybody knows that, you know, <laughs> type of thing or like, how does that work? Um, that sounds really awesome. Like with all these created characters. So the backbone of all of our OC OCs in the community is really our template makers. I can't do that. I love them so much. Usually someone will make a template and you just fill it out with your information. So like their height, their hair color, things like that. And you can submit them to our, it's technically called the Wikipedia, the wiki, we call it the bestiary. And you can submit it in there and others can, you know, see them. And it's just like a catalog of everything on the community. Yeah. Uh, Will is kind of, he, like he said, Teen Wolf was kind of the first fandom that he ever got involved in. And Calissa and I have kind of gently ushered him into the world of fandom. So, 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 yeah. So sometimes we'll be like, oh, yeah, this is, he'll be like, what, what's an RP? Well, you know, we'll be like, oh, it's a, it's a role play and explain things. But it's really fun to share. And I think it's fun to, um, to share that 
whole world with someone who hasn't had that much experience with it. It's just like such a cool thing to be able to introduce someone to. It's been fun. They're showing grandpa how to internet. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so how do the mods of Amino collaborate with each other and with other users? So first of all, I want to say I love my team. They are literally the best group of people I could ever have found. We have a uh, private chat for all of us. So if there's anything that we need to take care of outside of the community eyes, we can do that there. As far as collaborating community, we try every couple months to hold a community meeting. We actually have one coming up next month where members, it's a voice chat where members can come in and they can discuss any issues that they have, any thoughts that they want to you know, bring forward, any ideas for the community. Other than that, it's just, you know, pretty much we all just hang out and chat and all that. So who's your favorite character on the show, the canonical character, like Styles, since you find him so relatable? Had you asked me before season five, I would have said Styles, but actually it's Corey. Oh, I really, okay. I really adore the character of Corey. He's just okay. he's adorable and he's, he's just so good. Even when he was on the wrong side, he wasn't doing it for malicious reasons. He doesn't want to hurt anyone. That's true. That's what makes those types of characters so pliable for the bad guys. <laughs> Is, you know, it's like, I have good intentions, but murder <laughs> might have to be the thing we, you know. So, uh, no, that's awesome. That's that's so cool. Okay, nice. Yeah, I feel like Corey doesn't get enough love. Yeah, I can see that. It, it might be easy for a character like that to get kind of get lost in the shuffle of everyone. But it's nice to know that there are people who still love, you know, the little guys. So that, that's wonderful. I like that. Do you have a favorite season? I have to say season three, specifically 3B. I love the Void Styles storyline and Dylan was phenomenal in that season. God. Yeah. Incredible. Like an acting tour de force. I think we all all voted 3B, didn't we? We did. We all voted 3B. We all voted 3B. Yeah. Yeah. The saddest thing is not meeting Will until season four. (laughs) Because I wish we could have been there. Ah. Some of my my favorite memories from working on 3B was going out and seeing Aaron Hendry all wrapped up as uh, Void (sighs) with the with the bandages and the bomber jacket and the teeth and all that. And he's like he's like a theater. He's like been doing theater and body work for like years and years and years. He's so good. And you'd see him on our uh, the little basement set we built for Eichenhaus where, you know, Styles is down there. That's where Void kind of lives when he's tormenting people. Just seeing him like walk around and moving through the tunnels and or through the around pipes and stuff like that. It's so good. He's like the nicest guy. He also plays Brunsky, who is just awful. But it's just one of these <laughs> one of these great, you know, it's always like the worst People, the worst characters are played by the best people. And it's definitely the way it is because Aaron Hendry is super intense when he's under the bandages or when he's got his, you know, I'm Brunsky and I'm going to mess you up scrubs on and all that. And, uh, but then, you know, you, everybody, they call cut and you go to lunch and he's just having a great time talking to everybody. So it's, that, but that was one of my favorite memories was seeing him kind of torment styles and try and, you know, just needle into his brain and kind of be like, I'm already in your brain <laughs> and all this. And, and it was fantastic. Are there any current shows that you feel come close to achieving what Teen Wolf did as far as bringing together such a passionate fandom? Um, as for current, I mean, I don't watch too much TV really that much anymore. I work too much. Um, current wise, I would have probably say Julie and the Phantoms really passionate fan base and it's incredible to be a part of that fan base as well um but you know you know marvel's always annoying their fans and driving them crazy so 
if we all got what we wanted and Team Wolf either came back for a seventh season or maybe was rebooted, what would you like to see? What what What's some stuff you'd like to see happening? Believe it or not, I've thought about this a lot. We've done so many events surrounding this idea. I think for when I wrote about a year ago, just focusing on like the characters that we didn't get enough time with, because, you know, we've seen Scott, we've seen Styles, Lydia, but, you know, the puppy pack. Theo, Liam, Nolan, Corey. That's a great. You know, even even characters like Isaac and Kira, who I don't think that we yes. really saw enough of. Yes, I agree. But, you know, I would like to see you know their story. Will stands Kira, in case that wasn't clear. Yeah. So best character, my absolute favorite character on the show. Love yeah. Kira so much. So yes, could have definitely had more Kira. That would that would be fun. That would be that would be fun to actually see the puppy pack. Oh my god, I can't unhear that, and I love it. Um, no, that that would be great to see to see Liam and his and all of his friends kind of going through the same things that like Scott Styles, Alice, and Lydia and everybody went through. But like just kind of a new perspective on that and seeing how they would handle certain situations. It, it would be very. I think that'd be a lot of fun. That'd be a lot of fun. So I love how the activities on the Team of Amino have titles that feel like school organizations, like Writers Club and Debate Team. How did you and other mods of the Team of Amino go about developing its style? Um, so our style really hasn't changed that much since our community creator was around. Um, we've just added more fun things for uh, people to do. We like to encourage members to come and make their own groups, make you know, and join groups we already have. Um, our debate club actually was something between one of me and one of our curators. It was an idea we had together. And then our writers club is actually um, one of our interns. It's her intern project. We had something we've started oh. recently that um, all of our, in- our interns, when they come in, they pick one thing to help make the community a little bit more active or a little bit better. And that's what they get to be in charge of. That's awesome. How many interns do you have for the community? We currently have three. Okay. Is so that interns, like... Um, Oh, you're good. Um, I was just say they're named they're L, Andy, and Hills. They are. Um, we don't like to throw new mod team members just into the fray because there's so much you have to know and there's so much you have to do, right. especially when there's sixty thousand members. So many. So what we do is we bring them in on an intern basis, and they get to they'll help us look for posts to feature posted that may violate our guidelines, um, and they just they get to work alongside us and see what it actually takes to be a mod team member. So when a position opens up, we can just bring them in. Very cool. Give them the position and they can just start. When I saw all the names of the, like the the Beacon Hills Cafe and things like that, it was I was like, that is such a cool idea for naming these different sub communities because it. I, I think I was expecting it to have more of a feel of like Tumblr or something like that because I'm old and that's my frame of reference. <laughs> but it felt so much more like like a community corkboard, you know, where you're seeing like little posters and things. It felt like when you go in somewhere in in your real world community and you're seeing these sort of windows into what's going on in the community by giving them those kinds of names. So I was like, that's, that's brilliant. It's like, you've made a little digital beacon Hills that has clubs and local businesses and stuff. You know, (laughs) I, I just, I love that. Yeah, I it's totally cool. love that. I mean, it was so customizable. Um, it used to not be that way. They um, started with where you could change like the the type, the um, sorry, the level ranks. They started where you customize those, and then you could customize what you called like the wiki, which we have the bestiary, obviously. And just from there, they just made it more customizable to the community. 
So you mentioned um, guidelines for the community. There's such a range of Teen Wolf fans for finding. Uh, whenever we first got into like doing the podcast and everything, I expected, I didn't think there'd be so many new fans. You know, I didn't think about being on Netflix and now Hulu, Amazon Prime. So I didn't realize there'd be so many younger people watching the show. I thought it'd be people who watched it during the original run. What kind of guidelines do you have? Do you restrict like mature content? How do you Yeah, so on Amino, um, mature content's not allowed at all. Um, Amino is a um, PG-13 app, 13 plus. Mm -hmm. Um, But we do understand that we do have younger members that join, you know, even though they're not really supposed to, but, you know, you're not going to stop a child from doing what they want to (laughs) do. So we try to steer on the lighter side of PG-13. That way, if we do have like a younger child, their mom's not going to see it and be, what are you looking at? But that's mostly, most communities are are PG-13. We have more specific rules, like, you know, keeping things strictly on Teen Wolf related. For a lot of posts, we require at least 75 words, just because when 65,000 people are posting a picture, you know, it's kind of hard to find the post that we want to feature. It's kind of hard. Mm -hmm. You're just seeing picture after picture. It's kind of hard to find the posts that maybe took a little bit more time. Mm -hmm. Gotcha. That makes sense. So many pictures posted of Derek without a shirt on. My God. We haven't talked about Derek at, it never at, gets at old. all. So it probably, I mean, <laughs> you know, if we'd like to explain. So we could talk about dramatic push-ups. Love those. How did the RP chat rooms work? Going back to the community community creator, we've never really allowed like private role-playing or one-on-one just because we the mods can't see that. We have issues where something inappropriate will happen happen and someone won't report it they'll just leave the chat Mm. well then we have no proof of what happened we can't do anything about it so i I always try to tell people you know screenshot 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 if you can't show me what happened i can't just take your word for it sadly so we like to have them all public either in a public chat or on the comments of a post like they can put like the description of what the role play is and they can role play in the comments we also started um what we call our role play monitors they are just someone that you can be like, hey, we want to have this role play over here. Just, you know, they just keep an eye on to make sure that nothing goes wrong. But we do also, when we started our sister community, we also are trying to push some of the role playing, not, not push it over there, but like if you want to have like a less team wolf related or just like an OC only role play, you can do that over there. And they're also allowing on a trial basis private role-playing just to see how it goes because they do have significantly less members than we do. It might be more manageable. Yeah, they can go in and start from the beginning of, yes, you can do this, but here are the rules rather than having all these people and then something goes wrong and, you know, we have a bunch of issues. Gotcha. Before we got on call with you, Will was like, so what does RP mean? We don't have to be throwing all this out there. I mean, you know, (laughs) I don't... You know, whatever. <laughs> oh, believe me, before I, before I joined Amino, I didn't know what it means. It's okay to be a noob. Well, when you call him a noob. I don't know. <laughs> Did they use say noobs? <laughs> no, no, I don't think they do. So also, I'm just, I just, for a friend, what's a noob? What does that mean? No, I know what that is. I've been called that plenty of times on my PlayStation <laughs> by 11 year olds who are better at me playing Battlefield. So there you go. So speaking of things that we defined for Will when he was first just experiencing the beginnings of fandom, what are your ships? Well, you wanted to talk about Derek earlier. Styles and Derek is my main ship. 
I love steric. Steric all the way. We're a very pro steric Um, podcast you will find. So that's excellent news. Yeah, I was actually um, talking with my friends about our shifts um, the other day because me and her are like one and the same when it comes to what we like. And a lot of our ships are non-canon. And we found that out when we were talking. <laughs> because oh. we're, when it comes to canon ships, we just really, we prefer the um, chemistry between the ones that are non-canon. Mm-hmm. Because a lot, a lot of times the chemistry is just far superior. <laughs> we definitely understand that, yeah. We love Asteric. We love Cora Lydia, too. Cora Lydia is, yeah. Cora Lydia is our less popular one that y- you have to do a little more looking for that content compared to steric obviously which is pretty pretty popular people like and so i i assume that you're a theum fan as well based on your award-winning oc yes <laughs> yes which um, is i hear steric for young people <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's funny because me and my friend that i was talking about earlier uh my top ship is steric and hers is theum Okay. But, we, okay. but both ships make our top five. Nice. Nice. Very nice. Okay, so we talked earlier, and season three is your, or 3B is your favorite season. Do you have a favorite episode? Um, Made of Jividon from season five. Nice. That's a good one. Call back to the Argent family history that was discussed in season one. So I really like seeing it, you know, brought back up. I think that was one uh, where we got to actually watch that episode at Jeff's house. Yeah. It was very awesome. It was fun, yeah. And Crystal came. Yeah, was, yeah, yeah. That was that was really cool. Was I there for that? Yes. I, yeah, old. we only I went over remember. there like we only went over there like one time without you oh, without being me? there. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm I old. I don't remember. So <laughs> I don't remember. Don't listen to the old guy on this podcast. Do you want to actually, um, one thing that we want to do with the podcast is talk about all sorts of different ships, but especially ones that are very popular. I don't know a lot about Theum because I was already in college when the show started. And once I got to a certain age, everyone below the age of 18 was 12 to me. And so (laughs) we were like, you know, or my feeling was I absolutely do want to spot different ships, but I also feel like if it's not something that I'm very knowledgeable about, I feel like a, a, a real shipper should be the one to to talk about it so they can do it justice. So do you want to, I mean, it d- doesn't have to be like a video essay or anything, but do you want to talk a little bit about what about that ship speaks to you? I think it's a little bit kind of like how it is a steric, you know, there's just, there's the chemistry when they're in a scene together, but all things like um, when Theo at the hospital, I think it was in season six, when he went back to help Liam, you know, and I think it was the elevator scene. Yeah. And it's just things like that, you know, small moments that are just, they're there. It's always those, those little baby moments that, that just kind of grab you, you know, it's not like, it's not always like the big grand gestures and stuff like that between two characters. It's just, it's just like little moments, like you said, and Something like Styles and Derek fixing each other's jackets in season one when Styles finds Derek in his bedroom. That's just a great little moment. And then, of course, you know, Derek fakes him out and it, it freaks him out and he almost falls over, which is always amazing. So, but I, I really like that where they adjust each other's jackets after he's throwing him up against the wall. <laughs> so, good stuff. When we were asking people favorite quotes, the whole I'll be the bait line was definitely up there, Theo's line. From that scene, yeah, a lot of the fans really seem to love that moment. It, 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 it makes sense too that like 
when you have characters that aren't, as a rule, very emotionally expressive, all these smaller moments really speak volumes because they that that's their, like for lack of a better term, that's their love language. You know, everyone expresses things differently and some characters, if they're not very expressive, little things feel very magnified because you're not used to them making these kinds of even small gestures. So it makes sense that there is maybe a little bit of a connection between those shifts because there is that element of like, these aren't necessarily characters like Scott who will just be standing in the middle of the hallway be like, I love her. Oh my God, I love her so much. I just realized I love her so much. I love her. (laughs) Like, that's great, but not all characters express themselves that way. And so sometimes you're not going to get that kind of scene. You're going to get something maybe a little subtler. And definitely, I think that really applies with like with Theo because you know he wasn't really a character to do something for someone else unless it benefited him. Right. Mm-hmm. But the fact that he would help Liam, I mean, at that point, helping Liam didn't really benefit him because if they're chasing Liam, they're not chasing him. Right. Selflessness. That's how you know you're starting to get a character to turn. <laughs> it's it's always fun. So, um, are there any particular posts on the Teen Wolf Amino that you'd like to spotlight? I think one of my intern uh, interns, Elle, she made a really good post for the debate club just a couple of days ago um, on Nolan's redemption arc. Their debate for this week was who had, which character had the best or most plausible redemption arc. And she just wrote this really beautiful post about Nolan and I absolutely loved it. Oh, we'll have to check that out. Yes. Yeah. And maybe we can, in the show notes, have a link out to yeah. that yeah. too. We can totally for, do that. For listeners. Absolutely. No, we want to get everyone going to the Amino Teen Wolf community. Well, a lot of uh, bonus episodes we would, we're planning on putting on Patreon, but this one that we're recording now is going to be available to all listeners. And that one to drive people towards uh, Amino will also just be available for free. Yeah. And uh, appropriate for our puppy listeners, let's say. (laughs) Our puppy wolf listeners. Oh my God. Yeah, we're going to have Uncensored, Beacon Hills After Dark available behind the paywall on mm-hmm. Patreon for the more adult listeners. The, the the puppy wolves can come check it out when they're grown, maybe. Yeah. If they're into that sort of thing. <laughs> we're, we're trying to do a podcast that is not just a rewatch, but is also a spotlight on the fandom, mm-hmm. you know, and shows different, different ways that people engage in... The, te- the bigger Teen Wolf community. So we're really excited to spotlight the Teen Wolf Amino. We've also been, you know, interested in spotlighting fan stories and fan art and fanfic and stuff like that. So we're, we're pretty excited. We hope that people will be interested and, and also maybe that there, there might be people who watch the show but hadn't really engaged in the fandom and might kind of get interested in that because there was another fan that we've talked to who, you know, was talking about how like when you experience something like a TV show or a movie and you're not engaged in the fandom, it's like it's like you're experiencing the tip of an iceberg. And that iceberg is all the content that's available to you when you engage with the fandom because there's so much new content that fans are creating in that world. And yeah, that that's kind of what we want to talk about too is you know we're gonna we're gonna do a rewatch of the tip of the iceberg but we kind of want to talk about the the whole iceberg under the yeah. water too there's a lot there there's a lot there to mine and and to introduce to people because you're right there's so much 
and we want everyone to see it. And I want to see it because I'm still, you know, diving into this fandom. Like I, I've had a lot of it since I, I got to work on the show, but you know, there's always new facets like Theum being such like a hot new ship. It's like, I didn't know that, you know, right. I'm just like, you know, hysteric. That's, <laughs> I got my, I got mine. That's fine. I'm good. <laughs> so, but no, it's, it's fantastic. And seeing the new, the new things that are uh, to see the things that new fans are finding in the show and finding that they like, like talking about Nolan and Corey and all that, who are these smaller side characters who you can flesh out through fanfic or through role play and all that. And it's fantastic, you know, cause it's, it's just another facet of, of the universe. And it's just another chapter in the story that we all get to enjoy. Definitely. Which even Steric, it was like when we when we first became friends, he was like, "Are y'all Steric shippers?" We were like, "What?" No, no way, because <laughs> we were really weren't sure. Like, you know, he was a writer on the show, and a lot of yeah, that time there was a lot of uh, negative stuff coming from Steric fans towards the writers. <laughs> yes, not all the Steric fans. Just no, like, no, 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 uh, no ones. A and very, it, very small, loud it, minority. It's always um, a fraction that's the loudest. You yeah. Know? That, but, it's but always we, that way. We were definitely like, we were a little bit like, is is this the kind of, we were trying to feel it out. Like, is this okay to talk about? But it is super nice to be able to talk about it now because now, you know, when we're rewatching episodes and there are moments between Derek and Styles, we could be like, oh, well, <laughs> I love this scene so much. And yeah, talk about all our head cannons and stuff. So that's good. I definitely, I definitely came around. Y'all, y'all won me over. So. <laughs> we did. Speaking of like, like fan essays, we're like, Will, do you have five minutes to talk about Steric? Because <laughs> <laughs> I have thought. So you know, if you have anything, if you, as a mod, obviously you're seeing a lot of content. If you find something on there that you think that maybe we should look at or potentially spotlight, feel free to send it over to us too. Because again, if it's if it's something that's not particularly our ship, perhaps in part because everyone under a certain age is 12 to me, we might not be seeing as much of that content because we don't lurk as much in those corners so uh i really want to make sure that we do justice to everybody's ships and part of that i think is getting recommendations from people who are in those areas and seeing more of that content so yeah totally feel free to shoot some of that stuff over because we love love all the teen wolf stuff that we can get (laughs) yes we love all the ships and all the fans all the fan stories all ships are valid All ships are valid. It's good stuff. Is there anything else you'd like to talk about, about Amino, that maybe we didn't cover? Yes. Is there anything you want to make sure people know about Amino and the Team Wolf community? Um, Just, you know, I said earlier, you know, everyone's welcome. No matter what your um, thoughts on the show are, your likes or dislikes. Um, We just ask everyone to be respectful, but you're more than welcome to come check it out. We even have people that make their own smaller groups within the community, which they call PACs. So very nice. There's there's something there for everyone. Oh, I was going to ask. So I saw you you guys give out like pack, was it pack coins? Or pack pack credit. Pack Pack credits. So how did those work on the site? Amino has its own uh, currency. It's Amino coins. You have to spend actual money to get those. So what we do is we have um, our pack credit system where if you get a post featured, you get 10, um, you can win them in uh, contest event. Uh, Just overall being a helpful and 
kind member in the community, you can just, you can get them and they can use them to buy titles. They can use them um, to get a feature on our Instagram. You know, we have a whole store. They can buy edits, things like that. Oh, that's so cool. Are we following them on Insta? Yeah. Sorry, I don't. She she deals with the social media stuff because I'm like, Calissa, I don't even know how to use Insta. And and she knows. I, I'm like, Calissa, what if we have a little like contest or something where like I'll make a fan video for, you know, based on someone's pitch or something. She was like, sweetie, no one watches fan videos anymore. And I was like, is that true? It's all the TikTok edits. <laughs> I had to educate myself on the TikTok. Yes. Yeah. So back in our day, it was just yeah. uploading fan videos to, uh, yeah, uh, either LJ or YouTube. Yeah. But we're, we're, uh, trying to adapt. Yeah. <laughs> we are joining the 21st Definitely. century. Yes. How do we find you on Instagram? Yeah, we're already following. Sorry, yeah. Well, I'm not personally, and I want to, and also people listening might want to know. Oh. Okay. Right. Of course. So the Team Wolf Amino is, um, is just teamwolf.amino on Instagram. Yay. Are y'all on any other social media platforms? I think we have a Tumblr. I'm not sure about that. One of my curators runs that. I'm not, I, I'm not well-versed in Tumblr, never have been. So I, 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 I stay far away from it. <laughs> gotcha. Fair enough. There, we talked to someone who is involved with MTV marketing and Tumblr was a big part of that. So you should definitely stay tuned for that episode because it's really fun to hear him talk about like the Teen Wolf days on Tumblr. And that was like, you know, cutting edge at that time. Right. For them to have a Tumblr, uh, MTV and Viacom, neither of those companies had ever waded into that territory before. So it was it was a big deal that that there was an official Teen Wolf Tumblr account. Things it was like the Wild that. West back then. It was the Wild West of that particular type of social media interaction yeah yeah well thank you so much for joining us yes we thank really you have yeah had so much fun me. learning about amino and i hope that all of the listeners who haven't already joined will join because it sounds so much fun yeah absolutely it does we'd love, we'd love to have anyone that wants to join us over here which i had enough time with that our podcast and like besides work the podcast is just consuming our lives <laughs> yeah it turns out that it's a lot of work yeah <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's it's fun work yes it fun. it's fun work it, and it is a lot of work but it's also a lot of work when it's like we have so many ideas and it's yes. like we can totally do them all right and it's like of course <laughs> yeah. we can you know so just because yeah. we're also working full-time that's fine right exactly we're <laughs> We're still young and spry. We can we can make this work. I'm sure it's nowhere near like running a podcast, but I'm on Amino from the moment I get up in the morning to the moment I go to bed. So yeah, I'm that's always there for nice. everyone there. Yeah, nice. that's really cool. It is. Yeah. I definitely wish wonderful. there was something like that whenever we were younger. Yeah, I. You know what? I actually didn't even really know anything about fandom until we became friends in high school. Mm-hmm. So. Well, there was a time when I was like, Calissa, what's an RP? What's a ship? I mean, I didn't know that stuff. I mean, I had ships, but I didn't know that there was a word for it and that there were like communities and things. I didn't know about any of that stuff, but we became friends and we had a lot of similar interests. And, you know, so Calissa was kind of like, well, you ever been to this site or this? And I was like, what? (laughs) I just had no, I had no... 
a whole new world to her. Really, it was though. And it was like, I, I had never experienced fan fiction before until we became friends. So yeah, like I've definitely been on the, the other side of that learning curve too. And, and I remember how exciting and how much fun it was when I, when I first discovered that world. And so it's fun to help introduce someone else to that. And, you know, when we're engaging with fans online now with the podcast, it's like, I'm amazed by the the range of people who share that love of Teen Wolf. Not, I mean, in terms of age, like Calissa said, where, you know, there are people who grew up watch, watching the original Teen Wolf and then started watching the show. Meanwhile, there are people who are teenagers or younger now that are just now discovering the series and they all share that love and different like countries and languages too, where all the time, you know, being like, hey, do you know what language this is? <laughs> can, you, can you translate, you know? So it, it's just a really cool experience to see just how far and wide that fandom goes. I mean, I, I knew that it was big, but I, I didn't know it was this big, really. Yeah, there's definitely been times when um, I've been going through posts. I'm like, does anyone speak whatever language this is? Because <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, thankfully, Kate um, is great with languages. Uh, she can. She majored in French along with her English degree. So French. She minored in Spanish. Spanish. You've got a good handle on German, I feel like now. And some I, Russian even. <laughs> I, I would say, yeah, French obviously would be best. Spanish I did minor in and then Italian I've been learning on Duolingo. And I feel like my Italian's like getting decent-ish. And then I have like the most basic German and Russian. And then the other ones I can feed through Google Translate. But yeah, there's a lot of me being like, I don't, this is just sounds in Russian. And then realizing it's like internet slang, you know, where it's like, yeah, just the other day I was like, oh, it's like, it's it's like, please. Like when people put PLS in English, like please, instead of spelling out please, this is that, but in Russian. And I just learned what that is because of Teen Wolf. So... <laughs> It's just, it's, it's really amazing. Absolutely wonderful. And we get to be a part of it. It's yeah. so good. Yeah. In it's our, so in our small way, we're, yeah, contributing to this huge community. It's been so fun to reconnect with the show because, yeah, Kate and I started watching it uh, between season one and two during the original air. And then we met Will during season four. And when we had, because we moved to LA. Yeah. It's been, and it was the basis of our friendship. And so it's just been really great to go back to the show from the beginning, do it all over again. Well, thank you again so much for joining us. It's been really fun. And yeah, please keep in touch if yes, you please. Uh, have anything that you want to share or anything like that. We'd be delighted. Absolutely, we would. Thank you so much again. Yes. Well, we hope you have a wonderful night and we hope to be talking soon and getting to share more stuff from the Amino community. Thank you. Thanks. Bye. Bye. -bye. <laughs> that concludes this week's episode of Return to Beacon Hills. We hope you had as much fun listening as we did talking about all things Teen Wolf. 
Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at RTBH Podcast, as well as on Tumblr and TikTok at Return to Beacon Hills. If you'd like to ask us questions or offer suggestions for future topics to discuss, you can email us at returntobeaconhills at gmail.com. And don't forget to find us at patreon.com forward slash RTBH Podcast for more awesome exclusives. Join us here next week when we dive into the series proper with season one, episode one, Wolf Moon, and have a great chat with director Russell Mulcahy. Rate and review us on iTunes. Five-star reviews get a shout-out. Have a great week, and we'll see you again soon on Return to Beacon Hills. Dude, it's Beacon Hills.